0: Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer's City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit burningdogradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio.
1: We're in Chapter 7 in the Book of Acts, where this Deacon Stephen, being drug up, and before this Jewish tribunal now is beginning to wind up to present the gospel of Jesus Christ but he's laying a common ground uh, common denominator foundation with these Jewish individuals based on their own history and he was doing this before he put out there the gospel because we knew what the gospel would do the gospel pushes people in one direction or another so he was gonna uh, hedge his bet by laying out this foundation of Jewish history, explaining that uh, Jesus was actually prophesied and expected. Now, where we left off before, he was speaking of Joseph, he was speaking of Abraham, he was speaking of Moses. Now, in the case of both Joseph and Moses, these two fellows were kind of a type of Christ. We call them that because they both... Uh, in effect saved the people from bondage which uh, they suffered Um, both of these men experienced the initial persecution from their own people both Joseph and Moses were rejected and they were despised however in the end they also were clearly embraced as the saviors small s that they were and now well Now they're held in the highest esteem by the generations of Jews that have followed. Even the men who sat in judgment of Stephen that day, they knew these things. They understood uh, what Stephen was saying. And up to this point, there's been no argument. There's been no debate. Man's initial rejection of these things. Man's rejection of these people. Please note all of that, that they ultimately have no bearing on the outcome of God's plan. What do I mean by that? Well, I mean God's going to do what God's going to do, and there isn't going to be anything you and I or anybody's going to do to stop it. These men, Joseph, Moses, (laughs) Stephen, they all would move to fulfill their calling, and though there was persecution, they would be undeterred by their attitudes and by the actions of mankind. In verse 30 of chapter six, we pick it up and it says, when 40 years were fulfilled, the angel of the Lord appeared to him, that's Moses, in the wilderness of Mount Sinai in a flame of fire and a bush. And when Moses saw it, he wondered at the sight and he came close to see the voices of the Lord came to him. I am the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. Moses trembled and he dared not look. The Lord said to him, take off your sandals for the place where you stand is holy ground. I have surely seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt and have heard their groaning and I've come down to deliver them. Now come and I will send you into Egypt. So you see, God had found his well-chosen vessel. Before it was Joseph. Before that it was Abraham. Well, this time it was Moses. And God found him despite the fact that Moses did not, you know, stand in a temple. He didn't go to church to find the best servant. It was the presence of God that made a place holy, not the walls or crosses or stained glass. I mean, God was everywhere. God is everywhere, manifesting himself wherever and to whomever he chose. Now, I say that not in any way to diss church, but coming to church is so that we might manifest ourselves as the church but coming to church is not a magical equation to make us something that we are not look God's plan is never deterred it's never rushed and it's never stopped God's timing was always and frankly is always correct right on time every time And any attempt to circumvent to hurry or even delay his plans are simply going to come to no end <laughs> Ask Jonah, right? Verse 35 says, This Moses, whom they refused, saying, Who made you a ruler and a judge? God has sent him as both a ruler and a deliverer by the hand of the angel who appeared to him in the bush. This man led them out, having worked w- wonders and signs in Egypt, in the Red Sea, and in the wilderness for forty years. This is that Moses who said to the children of Israel, the Lord our God will raise up a prophet for you among your brothers like me. Now, this Stephen, man, he must have been really quite a historian because he he had this story down and 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 not merely as some sort of textbook history lesson, but the application of the account. I mean, these people, they they attempted to reject the authority and the divinely appointed leadership of Jesus. But Stephen's point was they did it first to the prophet Moses. They attempted to reject his authority and his divinely appointed leadership long before Jesus hit the scene. But Stephen was saying, look, even though Moses was rejected, God still had the final word. He still lifted up Moses to the position of prophet. He still made... Moses, a shepherd over Israel. Stephen was pointing out that it was the very words of this man, Moses, whom later Israel would hold in precious and reverent esteem. It was Moses who spoke of another redeemer that would be coming. There's some irony for you, isn't it? This prophecy was conferred upon this individual, Jesus Christ, whom now was being rejected the people, just like Moses, just like Abraham, just like Joseph before him. You see, Moses, he called upon the people to pay heed to this prophet, to Jesus, to listen to his words, to receive Jesus in his direction, because God was going to have his way with or without their support.